Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope you're having an amazing day, whatever day you're listening to this on. I missed you guys so much. I didn't know what to do with my life last weekend because usually I record on Sundays and last week's episode was pre-recorded. So I had a free weekend for once in a long time because I usually dedicate my Sundays to recording the podcast and updating you on my week. So I felt like, what do I do with my time? It was raining, it was cold, and I actually rested a lot, which is not like me. I'm used to going go, go, go. But because I rested so much, if you know, you know, um, a lot of us struggle with just resting and just laying there and feeling like a slob after you've been just laying there Netflixing and just scrolling on TikTok and not doing absolutely anything. And I start questioning like, oh my God, like I could have done so much with my time and blah, blah, blah. So I was spiraling sometime Saturday evening. I had to have a pep talk with myself. So if you also struggle with this, make sure that you acknowledge that it's okay to rest. So I was like, Melina, like you did this on purpose to rest for one weekend. And it made me realize how much my life has changed in a year since starting the podcast. I really look forward to recording the podcast. There are times where I feel like, what am I going to talk about? People ask me, how do you plan your episodes? And honestly, it's just like subjects pop in my head when something happens or a friend says, oh my God, this would be a good topic or my sister sends me something or my mom. People around me inspire me to talk about different things. I see a TikTok, someone sends me a message. It all just happens so organically and I'm so grateful to have this platform and I appreciate you guys for listening and continuing to support me in a hobby that I started in October of 2021. Like I still can't believe... It's been a year and some months and the growth and the support and you guys are just awesome. And thank you for supporting this hobby of mine that means so much. Anyways, that was a very long introduction about how much I missed you guys. So you know that I keep a note on my phone and I write down things I want to talk about throughout the week. So the list is a little long because I haven't talked to you guys in two weeks. Well, I did, but technically I didn't. You know what I mean? Anyways, let's get started. So I wanted to tell you guys about my little nail story. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know this. If you don't, or maybe you muted me already because sometimes I just go ham on the stories. <laughs> but I put, I've put i been using press-on nails because it just saves me time and it saves me money. And you know, your girl likes to save money. A mí no me gusta gastar dinero lo pendejo. A mí me gusta gastar dinero in experiences, food, and Things I really, really enjoy. Nails, going to get my nails done is not something I enjoy. I do love how they look, but I feel like my time is limited and I'm only going to get my nails done on special occasions from now on. The first time I did the press-ons, they lasted about a week. The it, You know, it was a trial and error because I did mess up some of them, so I had to re-glue them. The second time, uh, Angela and I were on our way to go somewhere and I'm like, I have to put my nails on. I can't be looking like this. So I put my nails on in the car, which wasn't a good idea, pero me miraba bien, me da mi, mi little mini buchona nails. And then the second time, no, that was the time. 
So I put the nails on, and since I did it on the car, I didn't do such a great job, but they looked okay. They looked decent. And they, one of them kept falling, and finally, like, I got home, and I fixed them. And throughout the week, I wore them at work, and I was able to type toda la cosa. So I, I go to the restroom at work, and I come back to my desk, and I look at my hand, and I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm missing a nail. So I go retrace my steps, because I would be so embarrassed if someone's like, hey, here's your nail, Melina. You're the one with the black nails, right? But unfortunately, I couldn't find it. I went about my day. I'm like, damn, well, ya era como miércoles o jueves. Se me hace que era el jueves. So I was like, oh, well, it's already been like a week. It's cool. And I have more extra at home. I'll just glue one when I get home. So I get home. I go to the restroom. And then I get out of the restroom. My mom goes into the restroom. She's like, hey, se te cayó tu uña. And I was like, oh, se me cayó otra. So I look at my hand. And I'm like, wait, I have all the ones on except the one that I lost at work you guys I mean me gusta ponerme shorts under my dresses because you know, let me I'll tell you a story about that so I like wearing shorts under my dresses and como this was de fajita and I guess the nail was stuck <laughs> to my shorts how embarrassing I was carrying my nail inside my shorts the whole time while I was at work but I like wearing shorts because one time this is embarrassing. I can't believe I'm exposing myself. One time I was at work all freaking day. At the end of the day, I look in the mirror and I look at my booty and I'm like, damn, girl, you're looking like you got a big booty. But I had a big old hole right in the middle. Tell me why no one told me anything if they saw it. And I'm, I don't know if they saw or they didn't. I had a blazer on that kind of covered it, but I didn't have shorts under. So somebody saw cachete. So that was my little funny story for two weeks ago, last week. I don't even know. The days are just meshing together, y'all. Um, last weekend, when I didn't do podcasting stuff, I rested on Saturday. I did have breakfast with Angela, her mom, my mom, and it was really nice for the moms to meet. They, didn't, they don't know each other, but they finally met, and we're going to plan to do more mom outings. But besides that, then I went home and I did absolutely nothing because it was raining. It was snowing in my hood. Well, not in my hood, but like in my old hood. And I just couldn't believe it. It was so freaking cold. It's still pretty cold. So Sunday, my cousins had let me know like, hey, there's gonna be fresh snow. We're gonna go to the mountains. We're gonna snowboard. I bought knee pads because if you know, and you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I am Sporty Spice. But she gets hurt sometimes. <laughs> and last time, last two times that I went snowboarding, I did. Um, when I got off the lift, I hit my knees. And the snow was really hard right there. So I got these gnarly bruises. And they were so ugly. So I bought knee pads. I was ready. I was pumped. Um, my cousins are like, you better be ready early. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to be ready early. You guys know I'm an early bird, so... I was ready. I was packed. They came to pick me up. We were so excited. And my cousin Kelvin's like, it's going to be so awesome. You're going to finally like, you're going to get down this time. And they were pumping me up. And as we were driving up to the mountain, I kept on seeing how the roads were. And this was starting very early from where we usually go snowboard. We go to Mount High and there was snow in Fontana and just going up the 15 freeway. And I'm thinking like, wow, like, 
I'm going to get buried in the snow. Like, this is kind of scary. And we're going to need chains. So we're going up there really early because we wanted to beat the crowds. As we're going up, I keep checking the status of the mountain to see if it's going to open. And we pull over. We're going to put the chains on. And sure enough, as we pull over, I go on Instagram. I check. And they're like, hey, we have too much snow. You guys can't come. It started snowing while we we're there. We just pulled to the side of the road. And we're just, like, hanging out for, like, 10 minutes and just enjoying like the snowfall which was really nice but okay frio. so instead of snowboarding we went to brunch and i love me some brunch we had a couple glasses of mimosas and it was a good sunday but that was the last weekend like i said i didn't do much but it was a nice semi-quiet weekend i have a confession to make in the beginning of this year, I said that dating apps were not for me and I was no longer going to be in them and I was going to meet somebody in the wild because it's just not it. But I caved. I caved because I had conversations with people and they're like, well, maybe you just had bad experiences, like there's good people out there and blah, 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 and this and that. And although I'm not fully like convinced that dating apps are it, I do have so many stories of people that have met on them. I know a lot of people that have gotten married from them. And just, it's kind of like a new avenue of meeting people. It's just the new dating era. It is, we're in a national crisis with dating right now. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be downloaded and not get discouraged by it. Although sometimes I'm like, what the hell? So the good news for y'all is that you're going to have a lot of new tea with now me trying to get back out there on the apps. Trying, keyword trying. So let me start off with what happened to me this week. So if you're not familiar with dating apps, let me explain to you a little bit about Hinge and what your profile entails. So it's six pictures of yourself, three prompts or three or four prompts. Um, it asks you like, what's your political views? So do you have kids? Do you want kids? Do you have a dog? Do you have a cat? Whatever. Do you smoke? Do you drink? Basics. And one of my prompts is don't hate me if I'm a morning person because mornings are important to me. On my days off, I like waking up early. I like going to do stuff before the crowds come out. And I want my future partner to also enjoy that because it'll be kind of weird if they don't. <laughs> so I like to be upfront about that. Let them know that your girl's an early bird. So I get this like from a guy and it, he responded to that prompt and it said, well, I foresee a lot of breakfast dates in our future. And I'm like, okay, coming in strong. And because usually guys just be like, hi, how you doing? How was your weekend? And I'm like, he's using my profile. I know the bar is fucking low, guys, but we're all struggling here. So I was impressed. Uh, we messaged back and forth. This was like a six hour romance. <laughs> well, I was at work, you know, we're like messaging on the app. And we're talking about traveling. We have a lot in common. And I'm like, wow, I haven't been this excited to talk to anybody on the dating app in a long time. So he goes, are you real or you're fake? And he gives me his phone number. We, we start texting. And I'm over here smiling on my phone and just texting back and forth. And he goes, hey, I really want to meet you. I am busy this weekend, but I'm free tomorrow and this day and that day. Do, do any of these days work for you? And I'm thinking, like, I need to put myself out there. So I'm like, tomorrow works for me. Like, I can make it happen. I can, I can make some arrangements in my gym schedule. So we agree. But I got so carried away in the fun of the conversation that I forgot to ask about him having kids. 
Um, and he didn't fill that thing out on the profile, which wasn't like a red flag initially. But now thinking back after what happened to me, it is a red flag because you aren't mentioning information that you should. If you're actually serious about meeting someone, if it's casual, who cares? But he had that he was looking for a relationship. I asked him, hey, like you didn't mention if you have kids or not. He's like, oh, I do. I have a one year old and a 14 year old. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Like that's a big age gap, first of all. And if you know me, you know, I've dated someone with a child before and it didn't work out. And I'm not saying that that experience tainted me, but it just opened up my eyes because I was really attached to this kid and I just walked out of their life one day after knowing them for so long. And that was really heartbreaking and very difficult for me. I don't know if it was difficult for that child. I would never want to do it again. I also know that when you're in a relationship with someone that has children, you're never going to be number one. And if you are number one, they're probably not a good parent because their kids should be number one. And just in general, it's not my thing. And people judge me because they're saying like, oh, Melina, you're getting older. You're going to have to meet someone with kids. And to that, I say, no, I'm not because me voy a agarrar un pollito que no tenga hijos. <laughs> Anyways, um, I wanted to be upfront with this person because I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't want to waste his time. I don't want to waste my time. One of my coworkers is like, just go for the free dinner. I'm like, girl, I could buy my own dinner. <laughs> Yo soy la Miley. Me compro mis flores y mi dinner. I don't want to do that. If it was to go out to dinner, I'd be dating way more. <laughs> but I actually, like, I'm dating with intention. So I was very upfront. I thought about it and I gathered my thoughts and I typed up a text message. I was like, hey, I really, like, appreciate getting to know you. But unfortunately, at this time, I'm not looking to date someone that has children. I've done that in the past and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not something that I'm looking for. And he was like, oh, I completely get it. Like, thank you for being honest. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And then like two seconds later, I'm sorry, your past experiences was that bad, all in capitals. And then he goes, well, we could still go out as friends. And to me, that screams friends with benefits. As I thought more about it and I talked to one of my friends about it, she was like, the fact that he's admitting the information is lying. And I agree with that because I'm thinking to myself, if you are really looking for something serious, you put that because you're a whole package, right? You come with your children and be honest up front. Like you're already keeping information. And this was my fault completely. I take full accountability, responsibility for this because I should have asked since the beginning. But I was really bummed. I was like, damn, I thought I was going to have a date tomorrow. But it is what it is. You know, I'm not wasting his time. But now he wants to be friends with me. And like, bro, ya tengo amigos y amigas. I do not need any more friends. Um, I'm not unhinged to find friends. I'm unhinged to find a man's. But that was my story. So, yeah, stay safe out there. Don't forget to ask, are you married? Do you have children? Is there a girl out there that thinks that you are her boyfriend? Because... I have heard so many stories of guys taking girls on what they think are dates because obviously they're flirting back and forth and then they bust out with, yeah, my girlfriend. 
what are we doing here, sir? So make sure you ask the questions, um, learn from my mistakes, and I'll keep you guys updated because I'm sure there's gonna be more stories to tell. I forgot to mention to you guys that I actually booked my birthday trip and surprise, surprise, Mexico City for the third time. I love it there. I'm also going to Tequila Jalisco and I'm going with my good friend, Angela. So we are so excited. I booked us a hotel in Guadalajara where I'm going to live my telenovela dreams. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to this trip. I have to get all my outfits together because, you know, that's important to me. <laughs> so I'm going to be placing some orders real quick. Um gonna be turning 33 next month and I can't even believe how fast time has gone since I turned 30. <laughs> Three years just flew by. I want to share some really exciting news that I can't even believe that's gonna come out of my mouth right now but I if you could see me right now which soon you will be able to because I am buying a camera so I could start doing video podcasts. I'm still nervous about it but anyways I'm smiling. I'm excited to share this news. First of all, I want to say without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. But I got invited to my very first podcasting event and I don't know how to act. I am so excited. I'm hoping to document the whole thing. I can't even believe this is happening. Like this is real life. I'm just a podcaster podcasting in my room. This podcast was created because... I wanted to talk to people and I wanted to share my stories and it's just, I can't even believe it. Like, I have no words when I got the news. I was just like, me? Like, really? Like, you're gonna invite me? <laughs> I am stoked, guys. And I was shopping all weekend for an outfit for it and... Uh, I have no words. I'm like speechless. You guys know que me encanta hablar. Pero I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. Thankful for all you guys. And just this should just go to show you that you could achieve anything you want. Never did I think. I, I'm not going to say like, oh my God, I thought this podcast was going to take off right off the bat. And I had no idea what I was doing. I was just doing it. So if you are debating on doing something, just start it. Just do it. You never know what's going to come from it. I've met some amazing people. I've connected with so many of you guys and I continue to do so. And now these opportunities little by little are coming to me. Y se me hace como si no está pasando, pero si está pasando. So thank you guys. And I can't wait to show you guys where I'm going. And also pray for me because I have to go by myself to one part of the event. And this is so out of my comfort zone to go to an event by myself. Like I go a lot of places by myself, but an event is not one of them. So definitely going to be a growing experience and way out of my comfort zone but what I always tell you guys is that you don't grow in your comfort zone so thanks again for your support also I do have stickers restocked so I made two other stickers and I'm selling them in a bundle one sticker says not your spicy latina the other one is just unbreakable latina and the third one is the original logo that I have with Unbreakable Latina podcast and they are available on my website. I'll link it in the show notes, but it's www.unbreakablelatina.com. Go place your order today. I also have a few more things coming. I know that some of you have asked for tote bags. 
but in black. So I'm working on that and I have some hats in the making right now. Little by little, we're restocking the merch and we're creating a new merch. I can't wait to see you guys rocking them. Don't forget to tag me when you receive your stickers. I appreciate y'all. On this week's episode, I wanted to talk about self-sabotaging and I tend to do this a lot of times. And I'm sure that other people struggle with this. So if you don't know what self-sabotage means, it means when people do or don't do things that block their success or prevent them from accomplishing their goals, it can happen consciously or unconsciously. Self-sabotaging is basically being your own worst enemy. And sometimes, okay, a lot of times I am my worst enemy. Here are some signs that you are self-sabotaging. You are so fearful of criticism that you avoid doing anything outside of your comfort zone. Okay, this used to be me. I was so afraid of what are people gonna say? ¿Qué va a decir la gente? If I start this podcast, if I get on social media, they're gonna be like, this 30-something-year-old is on social media promoting a podcast where she spills her traumas. Like, what is wrong with her? So I stayed in my comfort zone for so long that I could have started this a long time ago. We could have been amigos a long time ago, pero no, porque la fear de que va a decir la gente was greater than my will to step out of my comfort zone. So I was self-sabotaging by doing this. Another one is you have negative beliefs about yourself that you identify with. For example, I'm not good enough, I'm unloved. Um... Yeah, I tend to self-sabotage currently with negative beliefs about myself. I'm gonna be real with you guys. I have my days, I've talked about this before, where I'm like, I'm not good enough to be a podcaster. I should just quit, like donate the equipment and call it a day because I wasn't cut out for this. And I am only self-sabotaging porque nomás me pongo and I spiral and I start being negative and... Thankfully, I have you guys that are always so sweet and send me messages. Not I'm say- not that I'm saying that you need to do this all the time, but it helps when I'm feeling down and I get a message and they're like, thank you so much for your podcast. It helped me get through this or I could relate so much to you. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I am meant to do this and maybe I am good enough for this. Another one is you make excuses for your unhealthy habits despite knowing they aren't good for you. Let's see. Let me look into my brain. Um, I've made excuses for being in an unhealthy relationship, so I feel like that's an unhealthy habit that I used to have. And I'd be like, oh, like, it's because we're trying to work things out and just make excuses when in reality, in my heart, I knew the whole time that these relationships didn't serve me any good. So I was just self-sabotaging by being stuck in this cycle that I knew that wasn't gonna go anywhere, pero quien me quita lo pendejo? No más yo. (laughs) So when you make excuses for unhealthy habits, you are self-sabotaging. Another one is you do not communicate your expectations, which leads to misunderstandings and stress. This one is one that I have definitely worked over the last few years uh, communicating. If I don't communicate and I don't tell people what I expect from them or how they made me feel, it leads to stress and misunderstandings. You're doing a disservice to yourself by not being honest with others. So if you have expectations for someone, communicate that with them. If they did something you don't like, talk to them about it so they don't do it again because all you're doing is causing more problems for yourself. 
you often second guess yourself, which prevents you from seeking new opportunities. This one's a good one. Um, stop second guessing yourself, amigues. You're good for this. Sometimes we second guess ourselves by like, let's say in a career, right? You want a promotion, but you're like, I'm not that good. Like, no, me? No. Pero luego miras a who they hired and you're like, wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. I'm good. I shouldn't second guess myself. Like being delusional and believing in yourself can get you so far. A lot of times I prevented myself from seeking new opportunities when it came to jobs because I thought I'm not qualified for this job. And then I would see the people they would hire and I'm like, oh my God, que estoy pensando? But that person believed in themselves. So believe in yourself, amigas, you deserve it. Also, that made me sound like a hater. I'm not a hater. But obviously, you guys know what I'm talking about. You are second guessing yourself and your potential. But then you see other people and I'm like, wait, I know more than this person. And you're like, what is wrong with me? Otro sign is that you don't set boundaries with people who deplete your energy. You're a people pleaser. I am a retired people pleaser. And let me tell you, you are self-sabotaging by not setting boundaries. And if you haven't heard my episode on boundaries, go listen to it. It's episode number one. My greatest hit. Uh, my Grammy is coming soon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But honestly, setting boundaries has made my life so much easier because being a people pleaser drains you. It drains you so much. You refuse to seek help or support even though you could really use it. I know a lot of people that are like this. Thankfully, I grew out of this phase of where I can do everything and I don't need anyone's help. But sometimes life just drains you. Like, let's take it for example, you're a mom and you're busy all the time. Y tu mamá te ofrece or your tía or your mother-in-law offers you help with your baby. But you're like, no, 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 like, I don't want to ask anybody for help. But in reality, you're draining. You just need to take a nap. Ask for that help because you're only hurting yourself. So how do we stop self-sabotaging? Well, first of all, you need to get to know yourself. Get to know what you value, how you're acting against your values with self-sabotaging and identify what you're doing that does not serve you and what are your toxic behaviors that you need to take responsibility for. Learn your triggers. Write down what you feel and what causes you to self-sabotage. You have to learn your negative core beliefs and they usually stem from childhood like thinking that you're not good enough and that you're not deserving, you're afraid of rejection or you're fearful of change. So it's really hard to change overnight. This is a work in progress. So set goals for yourself to change that behavior. Develop self-compassion, which is something, another thing I struggle with. Dang, I'm just struggling with a lot of things today. <laughs> so here are a few examples of journal prompts to help you stop self-sabotaging. The first one is, is this thing I am doing right now contributing to my goal? Why or why not? That's a very good one. The next one is, what triggers me to avoid pursuing my goal and why? And the last one is, what is one thing that I can do to move closer to my goal? And amigos, remind yourself that self-sabotaging behavior is something that we've been doing for a long time and now we're talking about it so we recognize it and 
it's hard to break patterns that we've been doing for so long. So remind yourself that change is a process and it does take time. So be patient. And if you slip up, it's okay. At least you recognize what you're doing and you don't continue to do it. I hope this information helps. And before I'm done with the episode, I want to share this that I read. Be mindful of finding holes in joyful moments or experiences. Your self-sabotage ways is stealing your joy. You deserve to experience the wholeness of good moments and finally give yourself a break from your negative self-talk. So I'll leave you guys with that. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and don't forget to stop self-sabotaging and be patient with yourself. Have some compassion. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me at Unbreakable Latina on TikTok and Instagram, Latina Podcast on Twitter. Subscribe to YouTube and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye! Thank you.